Coming up, attractions that would improve each park. Welcome to the CWDW Near and Far podcast, where we explore perspectives of the Walt Disney World Resort from 10 to 1,000 miles away. I am Mike the Far in this equation. And I'm John the Near. All right. John, did you get out to the parks this week? Um, yeah, actually, I did. I didn't get out too much, but I believe I got there a couple of times. And let's see. Sorry, I, I always use my uh, photos to see when I was there last. And today my photos were on uh, 2020 for some reason when I opened them up. Well, your photos are definitely the best way to get you, you know, get you an accurate representation of what you did this week. That's for sure. Well, it wasn't very exciting. It looks like I went to Epcot on Sunday and I've been going to Epcot a lot, but <clears throat> I went to Epcot. Because, you know, it's I like Epcot, but also um, I wanted to see they had an Easter egg display at the Beach Club. So I went to Epcot. Um, I did see the Connections Cafe. Mm. Um, all the signage is up and lit and stuff. Like, you can't see through the windows, but it's very um, close to being finished from the looks of it. And I thought that was interesting. Like, I didn't see that. That's a, that's the first time that I saw that. Hmm. And then I uh, went on, El, or I was going to call it El Rio de Tampa, but the three <laughs> ca- caballeros at the Mexican Pavilion. I haven't been on that in a while. And I, you know, I, I like to do a ride or two there that I haven't done in a while when I go. So I decided that that would be one I haven't done in a little while. And then I walked to the beach club and took some pictures and videos of the chocolate eggs there. Um, honestly, they weren't as in, they weren't as good as the ones at a Grand Floridian, but they were all right. Mm. Just something I figured I'd go get a look at them. <clears throat> and then I walked back, and on the way out, I rode Spaceship Earth because you know it was Spaceship Earth Sunday, and. Uh, that's about it for Sunday. Now the only other time that I went, I, I think I was I don't I don't remember what came up, but I was going to go on Tuesday, I think. And I ended up not going. And then but I did go over on Thursday. And on Thursday I was only there probably for like an hour and a half. I went to Epcot again. And Thursday was my daughter's twenty first birthday. Hmm. And she went She went to Epcot with her friends, and my wife went along with them, too, because she wanted to keep an eye on her to have drinks at Epcot, which I am not a big fan of that myself. So I, yeah. But that's what the kids do in Florida, apparently. When you turn 21, you go to the World Showcase and drink. But So I went there, and uh, I basically left after not very long because i'm not really good in a big i didn't want to hang out with a big crowd of like 20 something year olds (laughs) that are drinking at epcot and uh and my wife was like well i'm gonna stay with her because i don't want i don't you know i just want to keep an eye on her and so i just went back home at that point because i my my thought and going there was i could hang out with my wife and then we'll meet back up with my daughter later but um, yeah, it wasn't working out that way. And I think between the Mexico Pavilion and China, it was about an hour and a half with people stopping. Somebody ran, they wanted to get something to eat quick, like at the quick service, and then somebody else had to go to the bathroom. And I was just standing there and an hour and a half went by and I'm like, yeah, this isn't my kind of thing. I, I, uh, I like to walk or I like to go on rides or something but just standing there in a crowd of people you know 
waiting is awful. It's like a nightmare for me. Mm. So again, I didn't stay too long. And that's really about it. Pretty crappy week at the parks, really. What were the crowds like this overall? Well, when I went on Sunday, it was fairly crowded. But um, Thursday wasn't that bad. But I think that's because it was raining all day Thursday, just mm. pouring, pouring. So by the time I went to Epcot, it stopped raining, but everything was still basically wet from the rain. Huh. So it, your daughter survived her 21st birthday anyhow. Oh, yeah, so. she was all right. And yeah, I can't really complain about it. I just, uh, for, 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 for me, it was different. By the time I turned 21, I didn't, I didn't even go out because I did all my drinking when I was a teenager and I was sick yeah, of it. By the time too. I turned 21, I was like, oh, I've had enough. <laughs> so. yeah. Me too. I was the same way, honestly. But if I wouldn't have, I probably would have wanted to go yeah. out. But like I said, that's it's something that kids do here. Um, uh, you know, she she went with a bunch of her friends and friends from work and stuff. So. Well, at least she got through it. At least that's over with now, oh, right? Yeah, she, I mean, yeah, she, she doesn't fine. seem like the kind of girl that's going to be going back all the time and you know nah, just getting blasted nah. at Epcot. You know? No, nah, she said it was she. She did fine with it, but she went uh, the next morning. She had to get up and go on a cruise. Yeah. So. And she did. She was fine when she got up. So. All right. Well, that was it for your park adventure then all week, huh? Yeah. Like I said, it was a very uneventful park week, really. Just Epcot. That's about it. Well, we're getting in the countdown for that Guardians of the Galaxy thing coming up. Uh, have you heard anything about that as far as annual pass holders go? Like when that's going to... I did get an email that said to keep an eye on your email. For yeah, I got that. Thing, I got so. it, too. But... You know, I, I'm glad they did give us a heads up because usually they send it out in the middle of a weekday when most people are working and then, you know, people are, they get a break at work and they're like, what the heck? How could I, man, I wish they, why didn't they tell me, you know? So, but yeah, I, I, I heard they're even going to have cast previews. Yeah. Yeah. So they they're going to have cast previews. They're going to have D23. Holder, D23 can... Yeah can get a preview uh, the media of course yeah dvc all of them <clears throat> i mean it's like a big group of people yeah they must have got some real complaints about uh about the, how they've been handling new rides and not letting a lot of people on and stuff so well they especially also... the cast members they never let them on well, I was going to say, they also saw how Universal did it with Velocicoaster, and I don't think you could have handled it better than how they handled, how Universal handled a Velocicoaster preview. Oh, I mean, yeah. that was unbelievable, you know? I mean, they just handled it so well. Um, you know, they got the buzz out there, and that really did create the buzz. And uh, I think they're they, they're probably learning from that lesson. I really think they did. So, and, and by all indications, it's going to be... Um, it's not going to be the extreme thrill ride that Velocicoaster would be, but it looks like, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a pretty cool ride. So we'll see. Well, I was going to say, I guess uh, we might as well not even talk about Disney anymore for a while because I literally, I didn't even know it, but what day is today? The ninth. I am blocked out from Disney. Really? From Why? the ninth through the 22nd. Because of Easter? I guess they're getting, you know, these these new dates are more creative, meaning, you know, with with the new pa passes, they block you out even more. I don't I was I don't remember being blocked out in April before, but maybe I was. Hmm. I probably wasn't just don't remember. Well, I know that um, since the announcement of the roller coaster, um, the dates, people have really randomly been like grabbing dates and the pass holders, you know, the pass holder dates. Like I already had a visit scheduled, you know, around that when the Velocicoaster opens up, I'm going to be down there when it does on the 27th, but I didn't have Epcot on the 27th and I didn't change that. I wasn't going to change it. I, I'm going to be uh, going to Epcot for two days in a row anyhow. So I, I, I just didn't want to change it, you know? Uh, but all the dates like before leading up to when I'm there and while I'm there have really filled up. Like you can't get an Epcot date around then. So, um, it was really, I, I don't know. I find it 
Interesting. Hopefully they do what they did with Ratatouille, where they just kind of escorted you guys in, right? I mean, isn't that what they did before? Like, they let you didn't have to have a park reservation, they just let you... That is a good question. I don't know, because, yeah, now, now that you say that, the Epcot park reservations for the week before are, like, all gone. That's what I said, yeah. yeah. So, apparently, people all just went and got them, even whether they need them or not. Yeah. I don't know. I assume that I'll be able to get in from it. But if yeah. Disney doesn't let me, then they're really going to be in trouble because everyone's going to pre-get every Epcot date they can for when they think. Or or a couple of people will hear when it is for real and then a small group of people with inside information will get all the things. And Yeah. Although yeah. that's that fits the way D- Disney does stuff. So does, that's that's pretty... It? That actually might work out well for Disney because that's how they like things. So that's yeah. exactly it. Now yeah. that you mention it, I think they'd be good with that. They probably would. They'll be. say pass holder preview for everybody, but mm-hmm. no, only no, only, really. so only the special people we want. Yeah. But we can still tell say it's for everybody. Well, the CEO of the company is uh, is is a marketing guy, so scarcity creating scarcity. That's what they're going to try and do. It wouldn't surprise me. Well, yeah. next week we'll be talking about what I did at Universal. So yeah, that sounds. That's my only option. Sounds good for me. I'm always game for Universal. All right, today we're going to talk about uh, attractions that we think would make each park better, and you know we're just getting creative here. It's this is this is our creativity coming out. And uh, John, I'll start. I I want to start with Animal Kingdom. And with this, I'm going to kind of go back and, and by the way, just to set the rules up here, John, it's completely wide open. So there's no rules. It's like whatever you want to make, you want to make a land, you want to make an attraction, uh, you want to redo an attraction or, or like bulldoze one and put something in its place, you know, everything's game. So this is our, our more or less fantasy park, uh, attraction podcast today so this topic so um and and just to kind of set that tone off i'm gonna start an animal kingdom and john something that i always really wanted to see and and this is something that actually was kind of game planned into early animal kingdom that never happened and that is i want to create a mythical animals dark ride something that i feel uh you know animal kingdom it does have some dark rides but i think it needs another attraction and specifically what i wanted to do is you know taking that train back to discovery island i want to turn uh, a discovery island into a, a mythical land because honestly there's there's not a lot of people that use discovery island right i mean it's kind of like you got the petting zoo and you have all that stuff but if you create uh, a ride back there not discovery yeah, island i'm yeah, sorry rafiki's planet watch. rafiki's planet watch I was you knew what thinking, i was talking about yeah Jeez. Every, discovery island that's, discovery island. <laughs> that's the entry point what was i thinking Anyways, yeah, the Rafiki's Planet Watch. I'm sorry. That's right. Um, but taking that train back there, you kind of theme that uh, along the way back there. And um, as if you're stepping back into uh, a land of mythology and myth. And uh, as the train gets back there, you you have uh, these mythical gardens or mythical uh, uh, like a forest that you're walking into. And as you come to a clearing uh, where you currently uh, can do that painting or, or drawing thing back there is a dark ride that takes you on a journey through myth and, and the animals and, and uh, creatures of mythology. What movie is that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> really? uh, the executives hereby say no. Nah, nah. Yeah. I know you're you're absolutely right. It would never happen. But this is this uh, is fantasy. So I got know. a much better idea. Oh no. <laughs> This has to be Moana or hey, Athena. I'm just gonna say Moana. I can hear it. JPEG just said approved. 
Moana. There's no story or actual ride or anything. Just Moana. I'm gonna. <laughs> she's just, she's it's gonna just be a meet I'm gonna put it. No, nah, not even. I don't know. Just Moana. I don't have any <laughs> outside of that yet, but I just gotta. Imagineering bonus that for the good work I've done. It's a cardboard Moana cutout. Something Moana. <laughs> All the executives are getting bon- bon- bonuses this quarter. The ideas are fun. <laughs> cha-ching, cha-ching. Uh, Moana? <laughs> well, I was going to say, uh, I really like the idea of your dark ride. I don't have any better ideas for Animal Kingdom, but all I can say is uh, an original ride of some sort is all would always be welcome because you know I I feel like over the long term Disney's repeat customers have been because of the originality, not because you know they love their IP so much they can't get enough of it. So, but yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, what else could they really use there? Um, I was trying to think of something in place of the uh, bird show, mm-hmm. but I'm not a hundred percent sure what. Um, maybe, maybe along the lines of the. Well, I don't know if it would work in that place, but yeah, say it's complicated because you have to uh, think about the theming and what's around it and all that. But then again. You're you're going to Rafiki's Planet Watch. How the heck are you going to Mythical World from Africa? So yeah, yeah, and I guess it doesn't have to do anything. But I think uh, along similar lines, take the uh, the Up Bird Show and you know get rid of that. And I know there's not much land there or anything, so just do another show there. And uh, again, maybe may, maybe along the same lines as yours, maybe have like a story time type thing there and have it be different, though. Like it changes frequently and there's at least a few stories always going on that you might not get the same one and have like a surprise back there, too, meaning all of a sudden have like a giant like dragon head come over the top or something during the little story time you know like a, mm. and a, 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 again medieval mythical creature type things that'd be a good place for that to just do something a little more special there you know mm-hmm. yeah you could actually literally um just weave stories of legend you know i mean and that's something you really don't have outside of um you know, Expedition Everest is is mythology and legend in there, and I think that was an integral part of what Joe Rody originally in, envisioned for parts of Animal Kingdom. You know. Well, yeah, and I was thinking too. Uh, part of the thought process was, and e- even if Disney didn't want to do that, even just have like a walk through, like uh, a walk through area there, maybe, and have some cool animatronics kind of hidden in there where you could see it and what what i'm thinking of is i think it's in paris maybe but you can mm-hmm. go like un- they, they have a lot of walkthroughs out there and i feel like we don't have enough here yeah. and i think even at the castle you you can like see the dragon under mm-hmm. the castle and it's a big animatronic dragon and everybody seems to think it's just a great thing you know when they see that they're like wow that's very memorable and re-. and again they could probably fire a bunch of cast members they could <laughs> they could kill all those birds they got save some money <laughs> and then you know then all they got to pay is one maintenance guy to occasionally fix the broken down audio animatronics like yeah. I, I think it'd be good for disney too overall <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they i mean it they could even put like uh ip mythical creatures or something in there you know what i mean like those those little moana creatures that are on the boat or something you know what i mean uh oh yeah uh, moana moana yeah <laughs> that that would be better but i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> See, you're trying. What's great about your idea is you're trying to sneak in that IP just to make sure it gets approved. And unfortunately, that's probably the way Imagineers have to think nowadays when they come up with attractions. They they have to think, how can I tie this in with IP so Lex Luthor approves it? Uh, how do I do that? You know. 
<laughs> oh man, I really think that's probably how they think nowadays. So. Yeah, Josh Demar has to prove it first. Well, that's true. Yeah, but it's got to. They know that you know once it gets approved by him, it's got to reach above the upper echelons. You know. All right. Well, let's move on to Hollywood Studios. Um, so, so Hollywood Studios. I had a little bit of a hard time coming up with something here, but I was thinking um, something that studios doesn't have, and that's a, a boat ride. You know, every uh, park has some type of boat ride. You know, you you have a, a couple boat, you have three boat rides, right, at um, Magic Kingdom, and um, you have a boat ride at Animal Kingdom, and you. You also have a boat ride at uh, at Epcot with Living with the Land. So in Hollywood Studios, I thought, how about a movie-themed boat ride? And remember, we did have the great movie ride. And if we're not going to get the great movie ride back, why couldn't we do a cinema-related boat ride? Even if it covered, and, and again, here we go with the IP, even if it covered the studios that are owned by disney and looked at the classic um attractions on up through the current stuff that that disney and all the studios like fox and and all of the stuff that has been done by these studios over the years i I think they could put a serious movie themed boat ride in there and um it doesn't we have so many thrill rides at hollywood studios right now so this wouldn't be a thrill ride. It would just be a, a calm, relaxing boat ride, maybe similar to Living with the Land, but with the um, the backdrop of movies and uh, you know classic, particularly classic themed attractions and and sci-fi. You know, not not real heavy on one of the other, just like the great movie ride where you had um, uh, you know the the scene after scene of things related to to those studios and what they produced over time it's not really uh uh you know to push ip but it's an homage to the movies and the ip that um disney studios currently owns i i think that would get us as close to the great movie ride as we could ever get at, at this point in time john so boat ride yeah, i think a, a boat ride would be great there yeah but all those <clears throat> all of those every movie would have to not offend anybody in any way <laughs> I, it's not possible anymore so i don't i don't know that is I true was, like even if you used alien think about it like ripley had man, she was in her panties and underwear at the end so that you're, might you're, you're scooping me on every single one because <laughs> i was just gonna say well i was gonna say moana <laughs> but in reality i was gonna say uh i would like an alien themed ride and they oh, they be- own it now so uh and again i just just a dark ride it doesn't have to be too spectacular um i loved seeing everybody afraid in the great movie ride in that part where they're just yeah. go- going through maybe something like that but obviously a little more intense longer a little more realistic maybe add like the a little prometheus in you know mm-hmm. in that movie they can see a lot of recordings of what happened in real time and like this weird like hologram type stuff that that would be so cool to be going mm-hmm. through there and you could see like the hologram of what happened like you're going through a scene where every every, every everything's kind of still but you can see in hologram form what made it look like that you know like yeah. the last thing that happened there and they're kind of running at you or something oh you know, yeah like they, they do in like prometheus sometimes yeah. that'd be great so that's and and i know i ever I, I that's one of my favorite uh movie franchises and prometheus is one of my favorites of them and the alien covenant is actually really good too that's one of mm-hmm. the newest ones so Again, I really just like that. And they they have a lot of options on how they could do it, but I don't think it would cost a lot. And it would for 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 me, what I'm looking for is like you like you said, they're missing a lot of dark rides. And the other problem is uh I I'm always looking for something that doesn't quite feel like Disney, you know. Like mm-hmm. to me the Muppets don't feel like Disney, so I, I love going on the Muppet ride, you know. 
because uh, you know I know they are Disney, but I don't think they feel like it though. Yeah, it's it's kind of like play. one of those, right? It, it's it was. Uh, I, I totally agree with you. It's not Disney created. It's uh, it's a very different uh, IP. Um, comes from a totally different world, more more real based. And uh, yeah, I, I I agree with you. It, it does it does feel like you're stepping outside of Disney when you're when you're at the Muppets area. So I like that idea a lot. I really like the Alien franchise. Um, I, I think that's great. That is an excellent idea. Uh, an, an alien-themed dark ride. And you're right. They could take the technology and the things behind um, behind the franchise itself and just kind of integrate it. You know, the the what what did they call the um, uh, those aliens from Prometheus? The engineers, I believe, right? And so they could take the technology of the engineers and kind of integrate it into the alien franchises. Like, you know, maybe you're visiting the, um, uh, engineers planet or something. And, and, you know, the aliens somehow got there, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things you could do. I really, I really like that idea a lot. I know I would, I would go there and ride that just as soon as I'm not blocked out anymore. I was going to say right now, but I can't. <laughs> That's so sad. I, I really was going to go sad. to Disney tomorrow. I was thinking, I don't know which park I'm going to go to. One of them. Are you completely blocked out of every park? Yeah. There's just a slash through it till the 20 something. So it's like, wow, like it's going to be a while. Crazy. When they like, when they stopped selling passes and then they changed them all to these new mm-hmm. Creta Pass and Magic mm-hmm. Garbage Pass, whatever they stupid names they applied to all of them, they there's more blockout dates for all the levels basically. So they up blockout dates all over. And with know, the uh, with the uh, reservation system, I can be blocked out at any given time. So. I was going to say, you're, it, I think that's mostly like the locals, like, uh, because I'm not blocked out of anything with the Incredipass. It's like, you know, if you're out of state, that's the only pass you had as a, an option. And uh, plus, they hate locals, so that will yeah. make it. Uh, they honestly would rather have you there than me. You're going to be there all day. You're going to be eating there, probably staying yeah. in hotels there. It's like, they yeah. don't, they would rather I just don't come around. I think you're right. Yeah, I've heard that too from other people that locals aren't treated really up and up there. So. Well, with the new Lightning Lane, it's like basically. Yeah, you're yeah, really messed. Not yeah. much point. It, if, if let that, that's the thing. I'm blocked out, but I don't even feel like I care that much because it's like, oh no, I can't stand in a line for an hour now mm-hmm. and do one ride. It's like, mm. mm-hmm. like I said, to get to the Magic Kingdom, you know, I have to get there. I have to drive 40 minutes and then I got to take a monorail for like 15 minutes and walk for 10 minutes and then stand in a line for 85 minutes and then walk back for 40 minutes and drive home again for 40 minutes. It's like there's a lot of time in there that has nothing to do with fun, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. well. Yeah, I gotcha. But what are you going to do? Yeah, that, man. And the fact that you, you know, pretty much you know the only park that's really feasible is epcot because that's got the most non-ride lightning lane affected areas you know uh that that probably weighs in and pretty heavy on your park visit everywhere else you can't even do anything yeah yeah well you know i was thinking you know after we talked about like i i you know we just talked about the muppets and stuff my my the next park i was going to go to was hollywood studios because i haven't been in a while yeah but I was probably just going to see the Muppet Show, maybe ride Star Tours, mm-hmm. and you know maybe walk through One Man's Dream or something. But not really do any rides because I'm sure they're all like two hour waits. So yeah, absolutely. It, it was unbelievable when I was there last time, and the Indiana Jones um, show of all things only had standby. I was like, what? You have to stand to watch that show that's that crowded in there? Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that yet because I'm not going to. I never thought it was that great in the first place, and I, I would never wait in a long line to see it. So, yeah, it's just unbelievable. I, I can't believe, like, the. the What's well, the genie? Genie, they're all following genie and they're going, you know, um, like like robots almost to the next thing you know and that's what what did it i think um, 
All right, John. Well, we're going to move on to Epcot and uh, what we want to do at uh, our, our more or less uh, fantasy parks edition at Epcot. Uh, I'll go first. Go, Moana. go. <laughs> Too late, John. Oh. It's already being worked in. Uh, you could have more than one, Moana. <laughs> well, that's, why don't we just make a whole country devoted to Moana, just a Moana country? Yeah. They can do an Arendelle pavilion. Yeah. That's what they could do. Get rid of the Norway n- Yeah, name. just make it Arendelle, right? Arendelle, yeah. Who, what, mm. who the heck knows what Norway is? What is that? I mean, I mean and don't, don't do like Micronesia <laughs> or Polynesia pavilion. Uh, just do Moana. None of the poor know. countries. <laughs> Arendelle, that's where it's at. <laughs> Disney doesn't have time for poor countries. <laughs> 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 What's your idea in Epcot? No, I was just kidding. You could. Oh, uh, okay. All right. I'll Although go. my idea is not really an idea, but you can go first. Then. All right. But I do well, have one. All right. I. <clears throat> so my thing is, we now are going to have enough attractions in the the artist formerly known as Future World, and um, we're we're you know once everything opens up, then there'll be enough to keep you occupied there. You know, but particularly if they actually do the play pavilion, I, I mean, that is obviously up in the air at this point. But if they do that, um, that area of the park is almost going to be a full day park, uh, you know, pretty close to it, especially with the way lines are and if they don't change Genie and all that stuff. But I, I wanted to concentrate on the countries here. And, you know, the last two things I did were kind of, you know, more definitely not going to happen. This one is actually pretty feasible. I think this could happen. And that is build an African pavilion. You know, I mean, they have that African outpost there. And I know there's been a lot of people talking about South American countries and especially with Encanto, like maybe doing a Colombia pavilion or something like that or Brazil or, you know, something along those lines. But they already have that African outpost back there. And um, you, you definitely have IP around, uh, Africa that you can use with Lion King. Although I, I, you know, uh, animal King was pretty saturated with it, but an African pavilion would be pretty cool. I think, um, and by Africa, I mean, you know, not the Northern Africa, but I mean like the, uh, you know, central and, and, uh, Southern Africa. And I think one of the problems in the past has been the the South African apartheid thing. Well, that's pretty much over now. And I know there's some controversy there, but you could take the cultures of Africa and blend it into a pavilion right there. I think, you know, I, I think that would be pretty cool. And I think you could make a sizable pavilion out of that as well. Um, and, and, you know, have a nice uh, African themed restaurant, you know, do, do an attraction. You, you, we don't have, um, like a Lion King attraction, if you want to put IP into it, you could do something like that. And by that, I mean a ride. Um, I don't know if they do a ride or not, but I do think you could do a serious and well-done African uh, pavilion back there. So that was my idea. And again, I, I was thinking practical there because Epcot really, there's a lot of things that have been done there and can be done. But the um, I, I was just thinking from a practical standpoint. What do you think, John? Well, from a very practical standpoint, I would love if they would just uh, pull up the old plans for the Rhine River Adventure in Germany. They have the building already there. They were going to do it. And again, it seemed like one of those original. Imagine what, what the reason I would like them to do that is. I always feel like Disney is just... Uh, their timing is always wrong with when they get rid of stuff. Like when things are the most beloved, they're like, now we're going to get rid of it randomly because our data that's 20 year- years old says people don't like it. It's like, yeah, they're always falling o- over themselves. And I would love to let them just say, you don't have to make any change. Pull it out of, of the archives and build it just as you were going to in like the 80s. And let's just see if people like it. I'd be I'd be willing to bet that a, a ride that feels like an original Epcot ride would probably be one of the most popular rides in the entire park for a long, 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 long time. And they might go, huh, I wonder why we just ripped everything down. It's like, 
look how successful. So, and that's just a guess, but I I would say again, use the original plans because your Imagineers of today, whether it's their own fault or whether it's just uh, because where they're pushed, but I'm I'm not that impressed with what they do for the most part. So again, that would bring up people's uh, you know plans that were already made in the '80s, and yeah, let's do it. They was supposed to be done, and. I heard there there was actually lots of pavilions that were supposed to. Mm-hmm. I I I think they were supposed to have like twenty pavilions or something. They ended up like with like half that or whatever. It's like I uh, there was so many more plans to and rides and things that happened there. Uh, the other one, build the Mount Fuji roller coaster, oh, yeah. which is what yeah. they were gonna do in Japan. Yep. They didn't do it because of uh, Kodak at the time. But it's like, well, those deals are all long gone now. And again, don't let any new Imagineer touch it. Don't adjust it for anything. Build mm-hmm. what you were going to build back then. Go ahead. I'd yeah. love to see it, you know. I I just think they'd be quite surprised on the reaction, you know. They're like, you know, if they rebuilt Horizons and, you know, they updated it but made it basically the same, they'd probably be like, well, how can this do better than Moana? It's mm-hmm. like... It, it just might. It just might. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that doesn't sound possible. <clears throat> yeah. you, you know, uh, Mount Fuji, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't that become uh, Dueling Dragons over at uh, Universal? Um, I don't know. I thought that most of the I- Islands of Adventure stuff came from the team that got fired that was going to do Beastly Kingdom. So mm-hmm. I thought it was supposed to be there, but I really, I'm not a Disney historian in any Yeah, way. I don't know. I, I didn't. No idea. But it could be. I thought that ended up going but somewhere. That, that seems a little extreme for Disney because that, that, that was one extreme coaster. Oh, know? was it? I, I, yeah. I wrote it a few times and man, it's. It make you black out. It feels like your uh, the G forces pull the blood right out of your brain. Wow. So yeah, it was quite intense. I didn't know that, but yeah, that was great. Like one of the things that I originally uh, initially thought about Epcot was that exact coaster that you mentioned, you know, and and building that or doing some kind of dragon related Chinese roller coaster or attraction, you know um something like uh along those lines but um uh yeah i figured you know a pavilion would uh well, just think that too mount fuji would add to the skyline of epcot and stuff too although they don't care about that anymore but back when they did that would have made that would have been an iconic backdrop of epcot too everybody would have thought of the Mount Fuji in the distance is one of the things going around, like the Eiffel Tower in France, and it would have been right there with all the uh, memorable parts of Epcot. Yeah, I think you're right. If you think about it, they used to think about that, like you said. I mean, they even uh, themed the um, uh, side of the Tower of Terror to match up with the Morocco Pavilion because you could see it in the background, right? I mean, if you look from the front of World Showcase on back, like right between the Mexico Pavilion and, um, well, right after you walk past the Mexico Pavilion as you're walking towards Future World, uh, you can look over the water. And if you look at that tower in Morocco, there's a building, there's an interesting building sitting behind it. That interesting building is the Tower of Terror, and most people don't even realize that. You know, it's sitting right there, and you can see it. And they they literally colored and themed that that side of the uh, Tower of Terror to to look like a building in Morocco, so that it looked like you were literally looking at um at one of their cities. You know, so um, it, they used to think of those things. And my goodness, a, a mountain behind the Japan Pavilion or, or over towering the Japan Pavilion, that would be so excellent. That would just be awesome. Uh, I love that idea. Definitely don't have enough features back there, I think, that really uh, over tower that park. So in the back. All right, John. So Magic Kingdom. Do you want to go first on Magic Kingdom? or? Uh, no. Yeah. You I, don't know, have, okay. I don't have any ideas yet. All right. Well, I bet you you'll come up with something here because I'm going to go big on Magic Kingdom. 
on Magic Kingdom, I want to redo and retheme Tomorrowland. And I want to go with a retro futuristic kind of 50s theme uh, and in a way to do a tribute to Walt. Now, I know that doesn't necessarily uh, jive with um, the the new roller coaster that's being built there, but I, I just want to go retro futuristic. And part of that is... Um, taking the Tomorrowland Speedway and, and making it electric, you know, with a retro futuristic kind of electric, uh, vibe there, maybe even Tesla or something. We've talked about that many times. I definitely do not. I want to take, um, uh, the, uh, that empty space that used to be, uh, stitches and alien encounter and fill it with like a walkthrough attraction of um, futuristic concepts that Walt pioneered, envisioned, came up with. It's not going to be the most popular attraction, but that's okay because Tomorrowland has a lot of popular attractions. I'm not worried about that. Uh, but <clears throat> you already have Space Mountain, which kind of has a retro futuristic space vibe. You have the Tomorrowland Speedway, which already has a retro futuristic vibe. The, um, in a way, the the Buzz Lightyear ride kind of goes on retro futuristic uh, feelings about Space Rangers and stuff like that. So, uh, I would probably take um, the. Um, what what is the ride there in the back with the car you know like the carousel type ride great big beautiful tomorrow all that uh oh, yeah, the carousel carousel time. progress carousel progress i would roll back the future like everyone's like ah oh, you need to update that final scene no way man i would not update that final scene i would go retro futuristic i would take a 50s idealized idea of what the future is going to look like. And that's what I would make that final scene. And the reason why I would do that is you're never going to be able to get the money and they're never going to keep up with, um, that final scene. So why even try make it, make it, um, that kind of, uh, Jetson's idea, that kind of idea, like you used to see in Epcot, that, that really hopeful futuristic, um, uh, uh look at the future that epcot used to take i think you you pack that into the final scene of that attraction right there um you know yeah that sounds all right but i was thinking moana would make it <laughs> i hope i don't get a job offer from disney so you probably like, will. like the cut of your gym would you like an executive <laughs> vice president job creative we're, we're, we're thinking of creative. replacing our ceo <laughs> My creativity is so outstanding. They're going to hire gonna me make, on the spot. You're going to make um, assistant to JPEG any day now. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I definitely, even the entrance, you know, that looks like the target cup holder is what I think. Hey, they just looks. fixed that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you take it down and you, you go with a retro futuristic look. You make it look like something. You, I mean, right now, I don't want to go to Target when I go to Disney. I want to go to a, a like a, a fantastic land. I want to be taken somewhere, you know. And I think if you make that entry right away, speak to that, you know. Um, I just I just find that whole thing funny because all the people that defended the change of that sign. Yeah. And I I told everybody I'm like, why would you change the sign first? If you're gonna yeah. change everything, go ahead and do it, and then change the sign when you're done. And I feel like Disney doesn't learn from their own rides where they always go, oh, I'll, we'll do the rest later. What could go wrong? It's like, oh, oh parks are shut right. down. Budgets are cut. Oh, we don't, we changed the sign. Mm -hmm. Most of the land still looks the same. We may never get back to doing it. Whatever. It's like, exactly. That's why you don't change the sign first, dummies. That's exactly yeah. why. And again, every damn ride they have says, what could go wrong? That everything goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Where'd they ever get that idea from? It's like, I, because that's how life works, you know. And, you know, and and short of back there, the monsters attraction, they're already like a retro theme, like the rockets. Everything is oh, kind yeah. of like this. This look back at 
what the future was going to look like uh, back in the 50s and 60s. I, I don't understand. Their theming is so disjointed right now back there. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. And most people don't notice it, you know. Um, but if you really walk back there and you look at it, you're kind of like, what's going on here? I don't understand this. It's almost, they're almost um, making it into like uh, some cheap, like, uh, I don't, I don't want to say cheap, but like a Hershey park or something is where you would expect to see that type of thing. So, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. Hershey park's great, but, um, you know, they're, they're not like dream makers, you know, they're not people that, that, um, transport you somewhere. They just have a set of rides with a loose theming and that's kind of what Tomorrowland is, is turning into. And I hate it. So I think you, if you tie a theme, you can do it really easily and like i said they didn't they wouldn't even have to wrap up a lot of money into all the things that i said you know um compared to what they've created with that tron roller coaster which is you know what like a infinity year project yeah man like i said my idea is uh, moana (laughs) i feel like she's not representative Enough <laughs> at Magic Kingdom, so I would like to. I'd like to knock the castle down and rebuild it in the shape of a wave with Moana's face on it. It's not funny. <laughs> now, what I would honestly do, and my, uh, I, I would do it for selfish reasons, but I would. Get rid of, and we talked about this before, but since we're talking about fantasy stuff, I would uh, retheme Tom Sawyer Island to New Orleans, and I would give uh, Princess and the Frog a ride there. I'd have a bakery where you can get some uh, uh, Tiana's um, baked goods. I would have a scary part that's kind of like Nocturne Alley, but... If you go down there, you might catch a glimpse of uh, Dr. Facilier in the dark corners down there, you know, some good photo ops down that way. And um, oh, that'd be great. And, you know, I know I said I, I prefer original IP stuff, but <laughs> I think if they if they gave the whole island a beautiful glow like they did in those pictures for the remake of Splash Mountain, that really nice glowing like it just seems like it would fit perfect on tom sawyer island all that mm-hmm. stuff so a dark ride a bakery some extra attractions just the whole themed area for new orleans in general but my real purpose of all that it would be an awesome part of the park but then hey yeah, you could leave splash mountain alone yeah. we did. that's <laughs> that's kind of what i was uh, <laughs> that's that's my devious thing i was gonna oh, say that's so devious <laughs> now that i did this why bother yeah, yeah. Splash Mountain alone you don't point. have any money left to do anything yeah. with splash mountain because, yeah we already did something nice there we don't we can leave that alone so i think that you know your idea of nocturne alley type deal if you think about it in tom sawyer's island they have all those caves i oh, mean yeah. you could really do something cool there right Basically, you could do scary walkthroughs where you can see some black magic going on in the yeah. corners. And, you know, a little bit of skulls and just yeah. just scary it just enough, you know, like a little bit of scary Dr. Facilier going on down those at, down those uh, places. I think that would be so cool. But again, Disney doesn't want to scare anybody, offend anybody, to make anybody feel anything in any particular way. So mm. it's like. I guess Moana would be smarter. Just, just Moana. Put her in. <laughs> just level the whole park. And <laughs> make, make it Moana. <laughs> Although Encanto's taken on now, so uh, they've seemingly started to um, forget about Moana and start. Well, um, now they they're trying to find an Encanto thing. So well, even uh, e- even with the retheme of Splash, I'm pretty sure they said, "Oh, Doctor Facilier won't be in it at all." It's like mm. that, it's like that's just great, yeah. ridiculous that they yeah. are. It's gonna be a bland ride with nothing in particular. They're gonna yeah. be like, "Let's celebrate everything being perfect!" Yay! Yeah, you there need you an go. antagonist, right? I yeah, mean, there you go. Everything's just great. It's a celebration. Awesome. It's like 
I'm sure there'll be no story. Yeah. Be... I, I really like your idea of what to do with Tom Sawyer's. I, and and you could even, like, take the raft. Like, the raft goes into the swamps, you know, more or mm-hmm. less. And you emerge from the that swampy area. Kind of maybe there's a little bit of smoke as you approach the island, like some steam out there. And you, you know, go to this mysterious... Uh, area and you emerge and there's new orleans square you know or something like that you know uh, i i mean i just think that would be awesome i really like that idea the music possibilities the the dining the the attraction like a like a, a ride the, yeah the... when we talked about it before i think i think one of my comments was instead of people feeling bad that that their favorite ride was re was just overlaid by a new ride that that a lot of people are going to resent you could retheme tom sawyer island and it it would become like the 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 highlight of the whole park it's where everybody wants to go everybody wants to be i agree and and if they're looking for problems too i'm pretty sure you can find more problematic stuff with tom sawyer than you can than you ever would with splash mountain that's for sure if you're looking for problems i think there's a bigger one glaring at you right across yeah without a doubt you know yeah there you go yeah without a doubt all right so i i will mention like my honorable kind of mention for magic kingdom was i was gonna take that that uh little mermaid attraction and i was actually going to do the ending some justice because i hate how that thing that is such a great uh cue and ride i think like or potential ride and you have that long queue and you have all those cool things going on there and the ride itself especially that scene where they're singing and all that stuff you know that is really some of the best disney stuff that they've done in years i I really like that a lot but then uh, you're you wonder into you know the you, you see the little like eels or whatever and they're threatening you and and then you see Ursula for a second and then nothing, you know, I mean, like how she ends up, it's just almost like a motion painting in the background. I hate that. Like, I, I think, you, you know, if they would have made that a little more, just a slight bit more intense and actually had the animatronic um, uh, there and, and, you know, had the characters there in animatronic form and then finished up the way they finished up, I think that would have been better. So, um that that was where I started to think I was gonna go, but then I thought, nah, Tomorrowland needs a retheme, you know. So uh, I I like that Little Mermaid ride. I think it doesn't get long lines because it, it is kind of disappointing there at the end. I think I've heard other people complain about it, but uh, you know, uh, I think it's such a good potential ride. That was that was kind of my honorable mention. But I really like your idea of. Uh, new orleans on the tom sawyer island i like tom sawyer island i think a lot of traditional disney fans uh love tom sawyer island but not enough to keep it really busy because it's one of the least traveled areas of the park so to me out of of everything that is an area where i don't think people would throw too much of a fit like splash people are upset about splash other than you know a few people like a few thousand people that don't even go to the parks you know i like tom sawyer island but i don't i don't like it enough to actually go there for years at a time so again it would be fine i i would i'd be good with that i think that would be great i i what you proposed to replace it with is way better i think and uh you know it hits all the marks that they're looking for um you know it costs a lot of money but hey they they turned uh an area of the park into a you know circus in an area where in an era where nobody goes to circuses anymore so you know and and nobody cares about circuses so yeah that is funny yeah it's the most out of touch outdated thing ever and they yeah right add it in it's like huh yeah yeah in that particular case even boana would have been better than that (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) paint it all blue and just write boana on it like like dripping paint you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's all blue looks like water now spray paint it blue and add boana theme music Uh. (laughs) oh 
All right. All right, John. So that should do it for our fantasy attractions, you know, making the parks better. I, I had a lot of fun with that one. I thought that was great. You know, the we, we now have Moana attractions in every park. We, oh, yeah, <laughs> more Moana. Yeah. Uh, just so everybody knows, you could probably tell I did not do one second of forethought. <laughs> into this. No. Everything I said, I made up exactly on the spot <laughs> that's Had, our yeah. podcast though for the most part i came in too prepared but i i just wanted to collect <laughs> all my thoughts that's why i why i did that so um this was this is was my idea for this topic so i wanted to make sure i was at least on point and i actually like john when you're when you're <laughs> like that when you're spontaneous like that because i think you know your your ideas kind of offset mine a little bit and i i think that's great uh, I, didn't I, even, I didn't even think of Moana until <coughs> right on the spot. <laughs> well, what a coincidence. I don't think they did either. So. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I mean. I might have been in good with the Disney executives. You would. You, again. I have no imagination. I just say, I don't know, Moana. Yes, exactly. You, you are definitely going to be uh, getting a call from the um, Chapex office. You're going to be an assistant. They're going to move you out to Burbank any day now. They're going to give me million-dollar bonuses while they cut right. cast member pay across the board. <laughs> Absolutely. And <laughs> They I particularly said, oh, like no, Moana. They're gonna be like, oh yeah. I, I'm sure they particularly lo- love the idea of what you said with Animal Kingdom. But they're, you know, the firing of cast members. Yes, killing of birds. They maybe not so much. Uh, they won't talk about that. They won't. <laughs> they'll put them. They'll put them in a uh, storage yes. uh, thing yeah. in the summer and yeah. mistakenly forget. Open yeah. the door and they'll all that's, die accidentally. That's probably what. That's how probably. Disney. Typically does things like that. And then you'll never hear about it. Yeah, never uh, hear about it again. Yeah, I I did hear they did that with something. I forget what it was. They they locked it. They they put them all in a uh, like a uh, trailer bed type thing. Some kind of pest animal that they were getting rid of, like a bunch mm. of them. And then they mistakenly left them in there for a day in the sun and killed them all. So. Oh my gosh, that's uh, yeah. What are you gonna do? It's awful. (laughs) Oh, man, John. All right. So how did your social media go this week? Uh, It went pretty good. uh, I'm up to 63,100 followers on my CWDW Instagram. Um, My reach overall is is on the decline. But again, I have no real control of that because, you know, if... If a account that steals things shared my stuff, they could get 10 million views, and I would only get, you know, 10,000 views for the same video. So it's about the algorithm likes some people more than others. But um, let's see. I haven't had anything too big. I had no runaway hits really in this particular bonus. But I have to say, I don't really care because this is the bonus where. Let's see what I'm up to from last week. Um, I'm up to $147. Hmm. So a whole week of views, I think I made like 40 some dollars or hmm. maybe a little less. But so, but I did notice though, and this is something they added. They added some verbiage into the uh, ex- the description of the reel, and it says in. Uh, in uh, I guess like a lighter shade of gray underneath the description it says we're currently testing this bonus which means that the maximum bonus and number of plays may change each time you start the next reels play and what they're saying is they're testing the bonus and when you re-up next month it may change Mm -hmm. so again I've been doing a little more research and stuff trying to tell me that I, 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 I should be able to get 84 million views. There's CNN isn't getting 84 million no. views and they're pushed to the front and just given free views and access to everything. And they're not even getting that. So yeah, that's uh, there's probably not possible. There's probably not 84 million people that watch CNN during any given week. You know what I yeah. mean? But On that's, TV. I've been listening to other people like there there's people I li- listen to on YouTube 
and they make a living and they have an entire staff and team of people that they pay and they probably get a couple they I, I i forget what they get i think they said like 30 million views in a month or something is like what they get and they're super rich from that and successful so i'm supposed to get 84 million views on my reel it's like mm-hmm. no it ain't gonna happen but i was gonna say you can see i don't know if you can see that no it's kind of no, it's kind of blurred out yeah anyway my graph has been going down with the reach, so mm-hmm. less and less people are saying stuff. But at some point this week, I had a 2 million accounts reached in 30 days, so mm. I was at a new high, and now it's going down. Like, mm. uh, But like I said, I don't really control that all that much. That's up to them. I can say that I was happy to read that part in the description, meaning maybe next month it'll be adjusted. But I have a feeling they may have done this so that they can easy into a much lower one. Mm-hmm. And and instead of being upset, I'll be like, well, it's a lot better than the 10 times less I was at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it'll be uh, one of those deals where uh, you... You start out extreme and then you put it where 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 you want it and everybody's thanking you because they're glad it ain't that extreme one. Yeah, it, it's. It, I don't think it's an acknowledgement of them messing up. You're saying you think yeah. maybe it was on purpose just to uh, adjust the. Yeah. The, yeah. For yeah. example, let's let's say that you made a hundred thousand a year. Mm-hmm. And your boss, you went in and he's like, I'm going to give you 1000 a year. And you were like, what the, I can't, yeah. what are you talking about? Or no, yeah, no, let, we'll say 10000 a year. We'll mm-hmm. keep it le- legitimate. And you'll go home and be depressed for a month and thinking you're going to lose your house and lose everything. And then he'll come back next month and go, I decided I'm going to give you 50000 a year. And you're, you're, you're going to be like... I can make that work. It's going to be awful, but thank you so much. This is so mm-hmm. much better. At least I can't believe I thought. And it's like if if they just came and said we're going to cut your pay in half, you'd be devastated. But if they cut it by 10 times and then brought it back back up to only being in half, you'll be like, "Man, thank goodness it's only that. I might be able to survive this." It's like so again, I think that's maybe what they're doing. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. It, up it by 10 times and chop it in half and again i i would be in that position like if they made it so i'm getting half of what i used to i'd be like wow thank goodness it's at least this because before i was getting nothing you know so mm. it's true it'll work and even knowing what they're doing it'll still work for me so. yeah but we'll see what happens on my universal account this actually i did have a hit in this cycle I'm up to 24,300 followers. And this is one where I was happy recently when I made it to 20,000, you know? So mm-hmm. I really jumped up here. And this has been going up like 100 followers a day, which is great when that happens. I don't know why exactly it's happening, but I have a feeling. Um, I, I put a video going through. Of, of the high in the sky trolley train ride going through the circus McGurkis restaurant in Zeus mm-hmm. Landing, and it's up to 235,000 views. Mm. Yesterday it had a hundred and some thousand, so hundred some thousand people saw it since yesterday. Wow! So I think that's where all my followers are coming from. You know, people are following from that, and. Uh, but let me tell you what my, you know, even with a big hit with this, I'm up to 771,000 accounts in the last 30 days. So I am mm. getting very high on this particular one. Um, like this is higher than I ever was for this. But my my bonus is still $126. Yeah. It's not really translating into money, but, you know, I'm... Uh, kicking butt and growth at least so what i'm thinking is it stinks right now to to uh, not be making any money but i am happy that especially my universal account has been growing rapidly and i don't know if that's from all the negative news with disney and all the people upset with them 
Or if it's just that reel is so popular, people are liking my Universal lately. I don't know. Because uh, people aren't really unfollowing my Disney, so I don't think they really care all that much. But I did notice that, you know, the growth is slow for Disney. I think I'm at a 0.5% growth for Disney, and I'm at a uh, 4.2% for Universal. So I'm growing eight times faster on my Universal account than I am on the Disney. Hmm. So for whatever reason, I don't know. Well, if you look at the news cycle lately, you know, Disney's taken some big uh, negative hits, right? And, you know, not only that, like people are leaving the parks unhappy um, because of the crowds, because of the way that they're doing things. And people are swinging over to Universal right now. Maybe not so much um, during the spring break, deal because it got pretty crowded from what i understand over there during spring break but you know yeah. looking at the way universal is doing things in the news cycle it's been pretty positive right speaking of that yeah universal has been just they don't they don't really do or say anything they just they talk about their park and what's coming mm-hmm. out next that's about it but i wanted to say i uh a friend of ours was over for uh, a meal last weekend or week or whatever and uh, she works for Disney, and I think she works maybe in food service somewhere, like uh, maybe a server or something like that. She works in the restaurants, and she said that she has heard so many people recently tell her that they will not be coming back. And she mm-hmm. said she's never heard heard guests talking like this. And they're they're saying about the awful waits. The customer ser- service is absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, the waits are awful. Like, and even if you get the lightning lane, well, that's great. But what are you going to do for the four hours between rides, except wait in long, horrible lines? So it's I think it's hurting them more than it's helping them. Everybody will buy it, because but in the long run, it's making the whole experience worse. So I don't. I don't think it's working as well as they thought because people are upset too that they can't believe the ratios they're they're seeing for the lightning lane. You you, you know they said oh they'll they'll do up to like 97% of the capacity will go to lightning lane line and it's like people are noticing that in line. They're like this doesn't seem right. <laughs> like mm-hmm. this seems really off, you know? Like they're 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 it, it it's so unfair that even the people that don't pay attention which is most people are starting to notice now i always pay attention so i always anyway i have been hearing a lot of stuff um from various sources of people saying and it's nothing to do with politics they're literally just disgusted with the state of the parks and customer service and lines and the prices they're just sick of it so uh i don't know yeah yeah so um I, you know, and and not only that, just the news cycle alone too is is not been kind one way or another. I mean, they're getting it uh, from both directions because they're just not, you know, they're just, they're just not handling things in a really uh, oh yeah those great kind way. of topics. They got half you know. the people calling them uh, uh, whatever like uh, bad names and uh, groomers and such. And then the other people are mad because they didn't do enough. So they're basically losing on both sides. So mm-hmm. that's exactly why you can't get involved with stuff like that. Yeah. In yeah. the end, both sides are mad. You mm-hmm. know? So again, what 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 good did they do? Yeah. I can't I, think of any. Literally can't think of any. It's yeah. uh yeah, it, it just doesn't quite make sense. It, I don't know, but put yourself in that position when your job is uh yeah. You know, running parks, which you're not doing very well right now. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why don't you go run the parks better, you know? Yeah. yeah. Right. I agree. All right, John, where can they find you online? You can find me at c.wdw on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, cwdw on YouTube, c.uo on Instagram. All right. You can find me at the T H E Giant Rat on Twitter and on instagram and on tiktok all right that should do it for this week we will see you on the next one